Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may not choose the bad things that happen to you, but you choose your decisions. And the consequences of those decisions are something that you can't control. You can choose your decisions, but you can't choose the consequences of your decisions. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about accountability versus blame. And the reason I want to do this is because, as you probably know by now, the whole purpose of this podcast is to take accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Now, when I say accountability, I feel like there might be some people who are thinking that in some episodes, I'm blaming you for the negative things that happened in your life. I know it sounds bad, but the things that happened to you are a result of, you know, certain things you do, whether you like it or not, or whether you want to hear that or not. Don't shoot the messenger. Because here's the thing, you may not choose the bad things that happened to you, but you choose your decisions. And the consequences of those decisions are something that you can't control. You can choose your decisions, but you can't choose the consequences of your decisions. So I understand that in saying that, some people might feel, you know, a little bit attacked. I don't blame you because that used to be me. So I just wanted to make this episode to clarify the difference between accountability versus blame, because they are essentially the same thing or they're similar they're not necessarily the same thing but they're similar the difference is the perspective that it creates the difference is the outcome the way you feel one empowers you the other disempowers you one you know promotes confidence and encourages you to be more confident in terms of how in control you are when it comes to your life and the other one perpetuates self-doubt So I'm here to explain the difference and why you should choose accountability versus blame. It'll all make sense in the end. So first and foremost, let's talk about blame. Blaming is basically the most common way that people tend to deal with, you know, whatever negative situations that they go through. And the thing about the word blame blame has a negative connotation to it so it 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 triggers like a negative response in your mind when i say blame or when you say you're blaming somebody for something it basically sounds like that person did something wrong and it's their fault that something happened and they're to be blamed like you see what i'm saying like blame makes it sound so negative that's why if i say what i said about a decision you made may have led to a consequence that you did not like, you don't want to take the blame for that because it sounds negative. 
So what we tend to do, since we are so used to the term blame and like blaming people and things for our situations, what we tend to do is direct that blame to somebody else. Because the word sounds so negative and you don't want to feel like you are at fault for the things that happen in your life. So you say, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to blame this person for something that happened to me. Or maybe somebody did something to you directly. So you say, well, this is your fault. I am this way because of you. And what you tend to do when you're in that state of mind is blame other people for it. Because you're already feeling bad. You're already dealing with a bunch of things. You don't want to accept that you may have a part to play in why these things are happening to you. So it makes sense. And in my personal situation, I was getting hit from every direction and I was blaming other people. I was saying, you know what? I'm unhappy because this person is treating me this way. I'm unhappy because that is happening to me. And then that also happened to me. And then I wake up today and this is happening to me. And I was blaming all of these different things. I'm unhappy. I'm sad. I feel the way how I feel because so-and-so is doing these things to me, right? I completely put all of the responsibility on other people for how I was feeling. That's what you do when you're in this constant cycle of blaming people and blaming external circumstances for how you feel and the way your life is going. It's very negative. It keeps you in a negative cycle and it makes you feel like you are out of control and you have to take whatever life throws at you. But that's not the case. I had this mindset and I literally almost ended my life because I felt like everything was out of my control and I just had to take what life gave me. So that's the blaming aspect. That's what happens when you constantly blame people and other things. But when you decide to accept it and assess it and try to figure out why, what role did I maybe have to play in this? That is called accountability. So blaming and accountability are two different ways you can deal with the things that happen to you in life. When you choose the blaming routes, I almost almost put up my middle finger, so I had to put it down. But when you choose the blaming route, you put all of the control and you give all of your power to other people and other circumstances outside of you and you feel powerless When you decide to take control of your life, when you decide to look within, you take accountability. You redirect all of the power back to yourself. And that's very powerful because when you realize that they, I, let me tell you, I read a quote in a book that said, the number one way we give up our power is by thinking we don't have any. And that is a fact. You have power over your life and your circumstances. If you don't believe that, then you already lost it. You still have it. You have the ability to take control of that. But if you think that you don't and you continue to play the blame game, you are not going to be in control of your life. You are just going to feel like life is happening to you. You're going to be negative and you're going to attract more negative experiences. So let's talk about the opposite. Let's talk about accountability. Let's talk about how you can actually take some of your power back or take that power back and take control of your life. Accountability is basically acknowledging and understanding the power that you have over your life. It's basically you realizing that 
your decisions actually shape the experiences that you have in life and it shapes how other people treat you. So what you are essentially doing is you are putting the blame on yourself, so to speak, but not in a self-deprecating way. You are not hard on yourself. You're not calling yourself stupid or dumb or anything like that. You are just saying, okay, I didn't necessarily intend for this to happen, but somewhere along the lines, I made a decision that led to this consequence or this outcome that I don't like. So let me try to figure out what that decision was and why I made that decision. That is accountability. It encourages you to assess the situation and try to figure out what parts you had to play in whatever happened. Because here's the thing, you may not be enticed at this point, but let me tell you why this is powerful. This is powerful because if you don't think about it like, oh, it's my fault, I'm stupid, blah, 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 I don't deserve anything. If you look at it in the way I just described, where you try to identify what situation or what decision you made that led to that outcome, you are taking your power back. You are saying, okay, so maybe, let me give you an example so this makes sense. So let's say you were speeding and you got into an accident, God forbid. But instead of saying, okay, the person behind you was also speeding. And then when you slammed on your brakes because somebody just stopped suddenly, they hit you. Instead of blaming them and saying, oh, well, it's your fault. Um, you hit me and blah, blah, blah. You're at fault, blah, blah, blah. Accountability is saying I should not have been speeding. I should have been driving at the speed limits, you know, obeying the law. And if I wasn't speeding and if I wasn't driving recklessly, then I could have avoided this accident. And now when you make that discovery, now you can say, okay, if I drive more responsibly, if I don't drive recklessly, I can avoid getting into accidents. And most likely you're going to avoid getting into an accident. Does that make sense? Like you could sit there and blame the other driver all you want, but if they were going just as fast as you, and you saw the car in front of you that was stopped and you slammed on the brakes and your car stopped in time, but theirs didn't, you were both at fault in the situation, but it makes no sense blaming the other person because that's not going to do anything for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, even though legally they could have been at fault because they hit you from behind, it, it doesn't matter. You need to understand that if you weren't driving recklessly, you could have avoided that situation altogether. Like, you see what I'm saying? If you were obeying the speed limits and driving slow enough, then they would have probably not been speeding as fast as you were. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to get into the details. Hopefully you get what I'm trying to say. The point is you have to look at what you could have done differently because when you identify that, now you can implement that and going forward, you probably won't have the same problem that you had earlier on when you did not acknowledge what you did wrong in the situation. So that's what I'm trying to say. And basically from doing that, now the power is back in your hand. Another common example is with relationships and dating, right? If you do not set boundaries and you let people do whatever they want. You can't necessarily complain and say this person took you for granted and they weren't doing A, B, and C. You never enforce those boundaries. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you give a lot, 
you have to set boundaries on how much you are willing to give because takers have none. They will just continue to take and take and take and take and take until you put your foot down. So if you are a giver and you never set those boundaries and somebody just kept taking from you until you were depleted, you can't go around saying that person did you wrong or took you for granted. I mean, you can, but that's being in the the toxic cycle of blaming. If you take accountability and you look within and you say, okay, had I set some boundaries, I would have avoided that situation. You can also look deeper and think, why didn't I set boundaries or why did I feel like I couldn't? You know, that's a case for your therapist, most likely. But the point is you are looking within and you are identifying problems within yourself that's leading to toxic situations that you don't want. So now, since you took accountability and you identified that trait that you had that is creating those undesirable results, and perhaps you went to a therapist and you healed from that, now you're not going to attract those toxic takers. Why? Because you understand the concept of boundaries, you communicate those boundaries, and you enforce them. So these people are not going to stay around. They're not going to take advantage of you in the same ways because you are a different person. You took accountability the first time it happened. You took your power back. You identified the problem. You identified the role that you had to play in the situation. You resolved it. You're not going to attract these people anymore. That's what happens when you take accountability. Instead of going around and blaming other people for how they treat you, you need to look at why you let them treat you that way. That is accountability. Once you fix that problem, once you identify the things about yourself that causes you to make decisions that let other people mistreat you, you will literally be unstoppable because you're not going to attract those toxic people anymore. That's what I'm saying. You have to take accountability. Accountability puts the power back in your hands. It gives you the power to control your life, not other people. It, you, you, you're not just drifting and being a victim of life, a victim of circumstance and blaming other people for it. It's all about your perspective. Literally, it's all about your perspective. If you constantly blame, you're just going to be in a toxic cycle. And blaming is going to disempower you. It's going to make you develop that victim mentality. It's not going to do anything for you. But with accountability, it's going to shift your perspective and make you understand that you are in control of your life. And once you start assessing the decisions that you make that lead to these undesirable outcomes and you fix that, I mean, problem solved, problem solved. You're not going to attract the same things. Like, have you ever been in a situation with a person? It doesn't matter if it was like a family member or dating or friends. It doesn't matter what it was. But have you ever been in a situation with somebody where you used to get treated one way and then one day you just put your foot down and you said, okay, I'm not doing that anymore because you, you understood, you realized that it was because of something you were doing that was leading to that. And then you just suddenly like said, I'm not tolerating that anymore. And then you stopped attracting that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Once you get tired of something enough and you put your foot down, you say, all right, that's it. It's not going to keep happening because now you've set the boundary. You've made it very clear. But you probably didn't even 
realize that you subconsciously identified the fact that you were allowing this thing to happen to you. You were allowing people to constantly feed you with negativity, for example. You may have had a toxic friend who was just, you know, not good for you. And then once you cut them out of your life, it's like you just, you had so much more time to think. It was like a breath of fresh air. You felt like a weight was lifted off your shoulder. It's because you understood that they were doing all of that because you were allowing them to do that. You were allowing them to dump all of the negativity onto you. And when you stopped allowing them to do that, i.e. you took accountability and acknowledged that you were letting them and you said no more, you set those boundaries, you felt like a huge weight was lifted off of your shoulder. That's what I mean. You probably already have examples in your life where you have taken accountability and it led to a desirable outcome. You probably just didn't realize it. So now I'm actually explicitly telling you that when you decide to take accountability, your life is going to significantly improve because you are going to take the power back and take it out of the hands of all of these people that you are giving it to and saying you are this way or you feel this way because of how they treat you. You are going to understand that it is your responsibility to set those boundaries and then enforce them so people don't just walk all over you. That is what I'm trying to tell you. That is what this whole podcast is about. It's about saying, okay, you want this ideal life for yourself. You have these goals. You have something that you're trying to achieve. You need to take accountability. You need to take the power back and put it in your hands and say, okay, I am responsible for making this happen. If something is not happening my way, I probably have a role to play in that undesirable outcome that I keep getting. So I need to identify it and I need to do something about it. That way I can get rid of it and I won't keep attracting that nonsense into my life. That is what I am trying to convey on this podcast. That is what I'm trying to help you understand. You need to take your power back. You need to first understand that you are in control. You do have power. And it doesn't matter what it is. You can take control over your life. It does not have to be, you know, well, when this person changes out, no, cut them off. Cut them off. They're not, they're not going to change. I was literally on Instagram the other day and I saw a quote that said, never give a man the opportunity to tell you he doesn't want you twice. And I mean, obviously, that's like very specific to dating and relationships. But that's that's an example. When people show you their true colors, believe them. Don't try to repaint the picture. Don't try to erase something and say, OK, maybe they meant to do. No. By doing that, by ignoring all of the signs, by saying, okay, maybe they didn't mean to do that, by trying to reframe the picture, by trying to look at the potential that they have, okay? And, and I touched on that in my episode on being in love. I made that mistake too. Do not try to look at the potential. Do not create things that are not there. Everything you need, everything you need to know is right in front of you. Whether you choose to 
take that at face value or say there's potential, that is up to you. But if when you make that decision and that is a decision you are going to make, right? Most times it's a subconscious decision, right? You don't necessarily speak out loud and say, okay, well, this person has shown me time after time that they really have nothing to offer or they're really negative. They're not going to help me in any way, shape or form. But you know what? They have potential. They have potential. If they only did A, B and C, if they would just change this one thing about themselves, then it would all work out. So I'm going to have hope and I'm going to trust them. That is a subconscious decision that you have chosen to make. You subconsciously decided that you were going to sit around and wait for that person to change. Now, when they disappoint you later down the line, you cannot say, I'm telling you, you cannot say that they are the ones to blame. You cannot say that. I'm telling you right now. I don't know who needs to hear this because I needed to hear this. And I feel like I heard it, but I ignored it. But so I know you'll probably ignore it too, but I'm going to say it anyway because I don't know who needs to hear this. If you choose to ignore all of the red flags, okay, if you choose to ignore all of the red flags and say, I'm going to wait for them to, you know, be that person I want them to be. If you choose to make that decision, that is on you. If they disappoint you weeks from now, days from now, months from now, years from now, that is on you. You chose to wait with no guarantees, no signs that that person was going to change, was going to grow up, was going to, I don't know, treat you how you wanted to be treated, was going to get their life together. You, you chose to wait. That is where accountability comes in. If you choose to wait, and if you are in a situation and you never realized it, you just heard me say it, so you cannot say you didn't know. If you choose to wait, if that person, by if I mean when, that person disappoints you later down the line, I need you to eventually wipe your tears or clear up the anger in whatever way, shape, or form and understand that you chose to make that decision to wait for them. Despite what you saw, you chose to wait. So you cannot put all of the blame on them. I'm not saying it's 100% your fault. I know when emotions are involved, we tend to let that lead us, you know, and let logic leave the room. But I know how it goes. I've been there. I'm just letting you know, because I took accountability on my part. If you watch my video on being in love, when I talked about the mess that happened in the end, you already know. I took accountability on my part, and I said that I made the decision to wait. I made the decision to focus on the potential versus reality. I took accountability, and I said, okay, that was my fault. Despite how I feel, despite the fact that I was wronged, right? It was both of us, but I'm acknowledging that I had a part to play in this too. I chose to wait. I chose to ignore all the signs. So I cannot put 100% of the blame on that other person. 
So I'm just letting you know. I don't know who needs to hear this. I felt it in my spirit to say this. I'm sorry you feel attacked, but I had to tell you. This wasn't even part of the script. I have the script for this episode in front of me, or my bullet points, I should say. This is not even part of it, but for some reason, I felt the need to say this. If you choose to wait, you cannot put all of the blame on that person if they gave you no indication that they were going to change, okay? So with that being said, you know, take that and do with it what you may. So yeah, like I said, the whole point is for me to encourage you to take accountability, to really assess all the situations in your life that you don't like the outcome, you don't like what's happening, you want it to change. Assess those situations, get a pen and paper if you need to and write it down. Writing things down always clears my mind, so write it down if you need to. Really assess the things that are happening in your life. In every situation, in every aspect about your life that you don't like, I'm asking you to take some time, get a pen and paper, and try to figure out what decisions you have made along the way that has gotten you to this point. Once you find out those decisions, you have something to work with. You have something you can say, okay, I can change, you know? So like in your career, for example, if you are, let's say you're not making the amount of money you want to make. Why is that? Is your job not paying you enough? Do you feel like you are underpaid? Okay, cool. Why haven't you looked for another job yet? You see what I'm saying? I know it's not necessarily easy to get a job like that, but I'm saying when you identify a situation that you're not happy with and you start looking at what decisions you may have made to get to that point, you will quickly find solutions to these decisions because most of the time, you just have to do the opposite of what you are doing. So if you feel like you are underpaid or something and you don't like the job and instead of staying there and complaining, look for another job. That's a solution. If you don't like where you live and maybe you there because you can't afford it. OK, well, now you need to figure out a way to make more money to afford the lifestyle that you want. If you don't have I don't know if you don't have enough money in your savings account, figure out where you can cut back to save or figure out what you can do to make more money to save more money. You see what I'm saying? Like with saving money, you're probably just spending too much or you need to make more. So that's where accountability comes and you can say, okay, well, did I need to spend $800 dining out this month? No, you did not. There's food at home. You chose not to cook. You chose to keep spending money. I need you to acknowledge the fact that you made the decision to spend $800 on food this month. And that is why you did not save as much as you could have. So now you just need to spend less money on food, cook, learn how to cook something, get ramen noodles if you need to. But you've identified why you haven't been saving because of your spending habits. So now the solution is to do something about your spending habits, right? And that's personal to you. I can't tell you what to do. I don't know your life. But you figure out a solution to that, which is pretty, usually the opposite of what you are doing. And when you start doing that, you will get to the desired outcome that you want. But if you just sit there and blame your job, for example, and say, well, they don't pay you enough. Well, why are you there? You made the decision to stay there. That is the point. I don't know if this sounds harsh when I say it. I'm like, I like to get straight to the point. So I will say it like it is. But that's essentially what accountability is. Figure out what role you have to play in that. And then just do something different. Most likely the opposite. Some things are going to be, you know, easier said than done. 
But at least you know now, if you didn't already, that it your life is within your control. I just want you to start acting like it. That's all. That's the purpose of this episode. Shift your perspective into understanding that you have control over your life and you don't have to just keep accepting whatever life throws at you. That is what I want to get you to understand. That is the purpose of this entire podcast. So hopefully that made sense to you. I really hope I communicated that in a way that wasn't too triggering. I mean, if you needed something triggering, then you got it. You know, If I have to tell you like it is, I will. I absolutely will. I don't like sugarcoating. If, if you need to hear something, I will tell you. Okay? So hopefully... I got through to you. I hope that made sense. I hope you're going to start assessing the different things in your life that you want to change. And I really hope you start to take control of your life. So that is all I have for this episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, make sure you subscribe on whatever streaming platform you are listening to. New episodes release every Sunday. Another quick note on my YouTube channel, I also do or I'm planning to do more lifestyle videos. I haven't really figured out what I'm going to do yet outside of moving and apartment updates. I do have an apartment tore up that is quote unquote viral and I am moving out of that apartment next week. By the time this episode is up, I will be moving. So I'll be recording like moving tips, packing tips, and stuff like that. And that will be released very soon. And I've said that a few times before, but I'm serious this time. It will be released very soon. Just bear with me because I'll have to be packing and editing and all of that. But so yeah, other than apartment style videos, I was thinking of doing a skincare routine, you know, because I used to have very textured skin and I figured out how to cure that. And my skin is like, like if you're listening to the audio, I'm sorry, but y'all on YouTube, do y'all see this? My skin is serving. It is serving. It is shining. It is. And that's not oil. That's just, you know, my sunscreen. But that's beside the point. So if y'all are interested in a skincare routine in, I don't know, like, let me know what kind of lifestyle videos y'all want. I have some ideas, but... I just don't know. I'll probably be posting some random videos. Not random, but like, I feel like skincare is random. But I am a new YouTuber. So, so like all the videos I've been looking at for advice for new YouTubers, people say, you know, to just try to diversify your content the most in the beginning and just see what sticks, see what your audience wants from you. So that's why I thought about the skincare routine because I feel like it's relevant. I want to put y'all on. I have some tips for skincare, y'all. My skin is clear now and it is glowing, but this this has been a process. This has been a process. That's why I want to make it because I know the struggle. I want to help y'all. So that's going to be coming soon. I don't know if I'll film it before or after I move, but stay tuned for that. Click on the notification bell for the audio people. If you like the podcast, I do have the video episodes on YouTube. And then, like I said, I'm also going to start doing lifestyle videos. So make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to see more of me. How much more? I don't know yet. That's up to y'all. Well, and me. But 
that's beside the point. That's all I have to say in this episode. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.